WebmasterRadio.fm. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscriptions, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net Income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the blink, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new live edition of Net Income. I'm your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, also known as Shoe Money throughout the internet world. Um, today, we're going to be talking about pay-per-click, affiliates, and uh, arbitrage. And uh, with me today is Chris Jones of Pepper Jam Search. He's the president and CEO. Welcome to the show, Chris. Jeremy, thank you very much. And uh, Chris is live with us from the Affiliate Summit in Orlando. And Chris, thanks for uh, taking time out of your busy day. I know, I know you, you probably just got off a panel, I believe, right? Yeah, I actually did. I'll tell you what, it's been, it's been a long uh, three or four days, but I'll tell you what, it's been one of, the more educational, uh, one of the more educational conferences I've been at in some time. So I'm a little exhausted, I, I admit it to you, but I'll tell you what, I've been looking forward to, uh, to coming on your show. And obviously, I'm a, I'm a big follower, and I consider you a friend, but I'm also a follower of... Uh, of of, of your blog, obviously, and, and all the great things you're doing in this industry for uh, for other entrepreneurs out there. So, well, it's thanks, my pleasure to be with you. That's nice you say, Chris. And uh, and and also uh, for those, there might be a lot of uh, people listening that isn't familiar with Chris's company, Pepper Jam Search. But it sure is. A, um, you talk to a lot of magazines and publications, and you know a lot of industry experts, and they they've all heard of Pepper Jam. They're they're really the powerhouse. Uh, they handle a lot of. Um, I, you guys handle a lot of pay-per-click campaigns for a lot of, of huge companies, correct? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Okay, I, uh, and, uh, you know, why, don't you just, why don't you just go ahead and uh, tell everybody about you and uh, your company, how you got started and what you guys do. Sure, absolutely. I actually, I got sort of, like many of us, uh, got involved in this industry almost by accident. Um, I certainly, I think one of the things I got in touch with when I did get involved in this industry was sort of an entrepreneurial spirit that many of us share. Uh, many of your listeners, I'm sure, know exactly what I'm referring to. But my entrance into this industry came in 1999. Uh, I was in graduate school in Pennsylvania at Villanova University. And I got this, this random phone call from my brother who said, hey, Chris, he said, what, what do you think about uh, selling uh, our grandmother's gourmet food product over the Internet? And, and obviously this was a product my grandmother made for my brother and my sister and I when we were kids. And obviously so it had sort of an emotional tie in it. And obviously it was just an extraordinarily unique product. Um, and in 1999, obviously, uh, many of us that were involved then, if, if you weren't involved, you felt like you were sort of missing the boat. So that was my entrance sure. uh, in, into the industry. Obviously, uh, one of the things that I learned early on was that there was a lot of value in monetizing web traffic. And we were getting an awful lot of web traffic to our pepperjam.com URL uh, back in late 99, early 2000. And I stumbled upon, uh, and my goal really was to monetize that site beyond selling the product. So I stumbled upon a small little company at the time called goto.com, the product which came out of an incubator um, called Idea Labs, obviously. Um, And I was really one of the the first, I guess, in this industry to, to parlay or synergize um, PPC or paid search engine marketing with affiliate marketing. So, um, you know, I stumbled upon obviously affiliate marketing shortly thereafter, and I saw that um, through some arbitrage techniques and through um, developing a really, really core skill set in paid search 
that you can make an awful, awful lot of money by monetizing web traffic and by really bringing together the two, uh, two of, the, of the main online marketing uh, avenues, which are obviously paid search and, and affiliate marketing. So now today, if you fast forward five or six years, um, I am the CEO of a full-service internet marketing agency. Uh, we help uh, a number of, of, of small, medium, and large brands um, execute on both the search engine marketing, the affiliate marketing, and the media planning and management components of their online marketing strategies. So, um, so that's where we are today. I have got an amazing team of, of young entrepreneurs and young professionals uh, who I get the pleasure of working with every day, and, and obviously they're high energy. Uh, they're very, uh, uh, you know, they just, they're the kind of people that uh, I saw a lot of here at Affiliate Summit in the last couple of days, and it's just a great, great group of people to be around. Awesome. So, um, so normally, uh, you know, and that's, uh, I mean, look, just looking at your client list, I mean, you guys manage, you know, some of the biggest names there are out there. And um, let's just say normally here on, on Net Income, we usually start off with kind of the money minute, we call it. With uh, We usually bring on Barry Schwartz, but Barry is, uh, he is on location in uh, San Jose, or uh, blah, sorry, Miami SES right now. So, oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I thought maybe we could kind of talk about what's hot right now down in uh, Orlando. Like, what, what have you been hearing about? Yeah, an awful lot. Uh, you know, I just had the opportunity to sit on a panel, which really, there was, I guess, 10 of us or so um, uh, who sort of reflected on the last couple of days. Here was my message. My message was that, you know, just six months ago when the Affiliate Summit was held in Las Vegas, this place was, or at least in Vegas, was inundated with just a tremendous amount of CPA networks. And I'm more of a traditional affiliate marketing guy, so my familiarity is with the big three, Commission Junction, LinkShare, and Performance. So I was a little bit confused in January uh, in, in Las Vegas. And, and, you know, you see these companies like Azugal Ads, CPA Empire, Hydra, Forge Media, and just a number of them that were calling themselves affiliate networks. And then I was somewhat confused by it. So, of course, I did my due diligence, asked a lot of questions, did a lot of research, read your blog um, as sort of uh, definitely one of the leading sources on these issues, and um, found this. CPA networks are here. They're here to stay. Um, I do predict some consolidation in, in the near future, but there's a lot of them. And uh, for those of us that are affiliate marketers at heart um, who, who, who are interested in generating revenue, first and foremost, the CPA networks that are out there, the Azubles and, like I mentioned, the others, uh, CPA Empire and others, um, it just presents an extraordinary money-making opportunity for, uh, for affiliate marketers, especially who use PPC. So I, I mentioned that, and the other... Uh, two things I mentioned was that I sort of made a call uh, for the big three affiliate networks to, to, to focus a little bit more on affiliate transparency as well as opening up uh, better lines of communication for affiliate managers and, and marketing managers. But there was a number of uh, really cool people who, who, who spoke. Um, Jeff Molander, um, obviously, has been in this industry for a long time. Um, Vinny Lingham, um, Rob Key, who's the president and CEO of Conversion, and these guys were really these guys were really talking about how the entrepreneurial spirit has never been more intense, and and the level of uh, money being made in this industry has never been <laughs> just better. Um, so, for uh, you know, the state of affiliate marketing, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Most of us agreed is healthy, and, and there's never been a better opportunity to make money. You just have to be nimble. You have to do your research, and, and you have to realize that 
Um, there's many, many different opportunities across various affiliate networks and, and, and ad networks and and and, 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 and other uh, platforms. So. Uh, yeah. And, um, I mean, uh, I've heard a lot about there's a new, like, breaking news about Commission Junction and mm-hmm. the way they're going to handle their legacy links. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my comment on that is, you know, Revenues, um, who's been here, they've been here in force. Revenues uh, is one of the leading affiliate marketing blogs, and, and there's a number of industry experts who post on that board, and, and a lot of them are my friends, and they, and they, and they really uh, uh, break a lot of news from these, these summits. Um, at any rate, they, they posted uh, on Revenues, I believe yesterday, if you go to Revenues.com, you could check it out, that one of them approached Commission Junction and said, you know, what is your position on this legacy link issue? Um, the long and short of it is, is that uh, Commission Junction's response is that, at least for um, the uh, foreseeable future, um, that the legacy links uh, will be intact um, while they are trying to move more obviously to this JavaScript uh, linking strategy um, that, that the legacies are intact. One other cool thing um, that I was hearing sort of chatter about was the fact that um, this move on Commission Junction to try to enable these JavaScript, uh, JavaScript links has more to do with uh, ValueClick, um, their parent company, a publicly traded company, and their interest in, in trying to uh, really be the leader in the behavioral uh, marketing space. Obviously, Claria um, and, and others lead that space, and it's just a, a huge, huge, huge opportunity for, for uh, companies right now to, to sort of uh, come out as leaders. And, and, and that's what people, that's what experts here at Affiliate Summit were chattering about. So, you know, they tell us one thing. Commission Junction tells us one thing, why they were doing it, but... Um, obviously, it's probably related to a bigger overall strategy that they have as a as a as a as a publicly traded company. Okay. And so, um, I mean, is that, that's pretty much uh, the buzz around there was uh, Commission Junction and, and uh, what's changing with the this, how everything. I mean, does it seem like a lot of things are going CPA? Is that a big buzz down there? Well, you know, we're in Florida, so this is this is like, uh, if you will, the real estate capital. So there were, you know, there were a lot of companies here that had interests. Uh, either directly or indirectly in the real estate market, uh, mortgages, foreclosures. Um, our client actually came here. One of our clients is foreclosure.com, um, uh, who, for, you know, I mean, they, they provide a tremendous opportunity on the, uh, on the CPA side. Uh, but, but they were here in force. Um, uh, there were a number of other mortgage and real estate companies. Um, so, so anyway, you know, there's a lot of, lot of action here on CPA. And, uh, right. Yeah, so... Well, what we're going to go ahead and do, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And um, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll start talking about a little arbitrage and uh, PPC and affiliates, and we'll take some calls and uh, take some questions from the chat room. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and roll the sponsors. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Google AdSense, how do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. 
WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents AdTech, the world's largest interactive marketing event, blows into Chicago July 24th to the 25th, delivering to you the perfect composition of powerhouse keynote speakers, industry-intensive panels, and interactive workshops. Secure your presence at AdTech Chicago so you too can be equipped with the instruments and know-how needed to be in concert with the rest of the interactive marketing industry. Visit www.ad-tech.com to register today. Captain's Log, Stardate 8130.3. Starship Enterprise on training mission to Gamma Hydra, Section 14. Identify for retina scan. It's Monty Khan. Khan, you've got Genesis. But you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr. Khan. This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. All y'all got to do is just relax. Doctor's orders. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Khan, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you, be the master of your domain. <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of Khan. Listen to Domain Masters, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blame, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Chris. And uh, Thank you. Let's, let's get into this uh, arbitrage. It certainly seems like it's a very hot subject lately, um, and I know you guys you guys do quite a bit with it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've actually heard you speak on it, and uh, why don't you just go ahead and talk about you know kind of what do you what would you define arbitrage as, and uh, we'll kind of take some questions here. Sure, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've been involved in uh, in search arbitrage uh, probably since the since the beginning of my involvement in the internet. Uh, you know, the way that we look at arbitrage is, is this way. Um, obviously, uh, you are purchasing uh, PPC ads on Google and Yahoo, and uh, you're sending that traffic either directly to uh, a website um, using an affiliate link, a link that can be tracked, or you're sending that traffic to either a landing page or a website that has either an affiliate link on it, um, or uh, you know, also uh, you might have Google AdSense or, or Yahoo Publisher ads on there. Um, but obviously, here's the idea. It's the spread game. Uh, your profit uh, is going to be the difference between the amount of money you spend on Google and Yahoo on a cost-per-click basis and the amount of revenue you could generate on that landing page or on, that, on, the, on the website that you're sending the traffic to. So, you know, our involvement in it uh, has been primarily uh, uh, on the affiliate marketing side. Uh, we just recently, in the, in the last, you know, say six months or so, got involved in some of the, uh, some of the contextual stuff, the Google AdSense and the others. Um, but... Uh, and even more recently, we launched a comparison shopping uh, blog 
which um, is really probably the best example to understand what search arbitrage is about. I mean, you know, you probably won't hear this from the CEO of Shopping.com, but you'll hear it from the CEO of Pepper Jam, who just launched a comparison engine, and, and that's this. It's that most of the traffic that's flowing through Shopping.com and Shopzilla is actually arbitrage traffic. They're purchasing just an absolute boatload of traffic um, at, you know, hypothetically 25 or 35 cents, and then they're reselling it through the Shopping.com or, or, or Shopzilla website to their advertisers who are paying premium, obviously 55 cents or more. So every time they get a 25-cent click, um, you know, they're turning that into to, to a 20-cent profit. In some cases, they'll get two or three clicks, so it's obviously you could see the royalties that they're getting using search arbitrage. So it's a what, what kind of a what kind of a total uh, amount per month do you think a, a place like that is spending? I mean, just obviously, I don't know if you know, but I mean, you know, yeah. Just, I mean, what it, would you guess? Yeah, I mean, uh, they're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars a month. Obviously, I think uh, the last the last time I saw Shopping dot com was was top five um, Alexa property, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you know, uh, I would attribute you know eighty. Percent uh, at least of the traffic that goes through that site um, from paid search ads. Obviously, they have a brand. Obviously, people um, uh, have you know just type in the shopping.com URL and go directly there. But 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 a good good majority, I believe, of the traffic that that is running through shopping.com is arbitrage traffic. So it's it's you know Jeremy, it's probably in the in the, in the five to ten million dollar a month range. That's just a hypothetical. I could tell you that we expect um, to spend uh, you know a million or more dollars a month uh, sending traffic through pepperjam.com. Okay, and uh, I understand we have a, a caller on the line, Nathan. Uh, you're on with uh, Shoe Money and Chris from Pepper Jam Search. Hi, Shoe Money. Uh, my question here is um, what kind of relationship does sites like bestforsites.net has with Google and with, the, uh, with um, uh, commercial keyword databases? Because um, I know that uh, AdWords uh, limits... 2,000 keywords, and when you do like um, pretty much a, a simple simple search like business games, something very commercial, you kind of see like the same sites pop up um, sure. time and time again. And I don't know, like I don't. Well, I can, I mean, I can tell you. Um, and thanks for your thanks for your call, Nathan. I can tell you. Um, I think that uh, Google, and from my experience with AdWords, they allow you 2,000 per campaign, but up to 60,000 per account. And um, and then also, of course, many companies have uh, different you know subclass chapter corporations and things where they actually uh, you know can bid on the same things with with different accounts. I don't know, Chris. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. were you able to hear his question? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and and unfortunately, I'm not in front of a computer because here I'm here at the conference right now. But I can tell you this, you know, you know, since we represent um, a number of clients who who who, who manage multiple websites and sell similar products, you know, it, you get, it gets into a sticky uh, interpretation of the editorial guidelines on Google and Yahoo, but obviously they, they have a, a non-double-serving policy, so you can't run multiple uh, keywords in the same account, or you could only do it until you get caught. Um, but uh, right, in, in terms right. of the keyword limits, um, there's ways around that, obviously, Shu, like you just mentioned, you know, opening up uh, more than one account. And, and, and when you're generating, you know, your campaigns, obviously, um, you know, you could be a little bit more strategic about it. Um, that's one of the things we do. Obviously, we have clients who, who are looking for massive volume uh, in terms of traffic, and, and you just have to be more strategic about how you design those accounts and how many accounts you open 
because obviously the more you open, the more the more uh, the more you have to manage. So I think, uh, I think also one thing that that Nathan was was trying to get into was uh, uh, asking about what kind of relationship you can get with Google. I think he was kind of asking about you know if you can get special keyword like if you can get a keyword list from Google if you if you spend so much money or something like that. Um, yeah, the answer, you, you, you know the answer to that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say no, but... No, the answer is actually yes. Okay, now, the answer is, the answer is yes. The, the answer is yes, and, and, and it might be different because we have an agency relationship with them. Um, so I apologize if there's any confusion about that, but it, because we have an agency relationship with Google, um, when we launch a new client, we uh, Google does give us the privilege of having their own uh, account team generate keywords. But let me admit to you that we don't utilize that service because the obvious sort of inherent conflict um, that that would that would be in in there. But um, so we use our own professional search marketers to to, to generate those keyword lists. But um, I imagine if you hit a certain spend, um, you you would probably also get that same privilege. That would that would be my that would be my experience. But Shu, you would know better than anyone because you uh, you you clearly have extraordinary spends on Google and the others. So yeah, I do spend, and I got to tell you, I get no help. Um, I, no help. I, but um, you know, I pretty much send everything right to landing pages, and um, you know, I, I don't actually have products to sell. I'm basically just you know buying traffic to convert to leads. Um, so that's I know that's a little bit different than what you do in in some cases, but it sounds like uh, you guys are getting more into that other game as well. Sure. So um, now we have a, a caller. John is on the line. John, you're on with Shoe Money and Chris. Hey, what's up, guys? What's hey. up, John? Uh, this is John from Wicked Fire, by the way, too. Yeah, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, I have a quick question that a lot of my uh, members were actually asking on my forum for a while. Um, as far as pay-per-click goes, um, what's a good way to sort of structure uh, a pay-per-click campaign when you don't have a lot of money to spend and you have something very niche? That's a good question. It's a great question. Um, shoot, do you want to try to attack that question or do you want me to, 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 sure. to give um, my two cents? I can I can try to go for it. Um, if you're going to let's see if you're going to try to tackle it on a on a PPC level, um, I would probably start with I, I don't know that I would start with the big three. The big three being um, AdCenter, Yahoo, or Google. I might start with uh, it depends on your budget, but you know if you only have like let's say a hundred bucks to spend, I would probably you know I mean and it really depends on the niche um, too. But I think that AdBright is a is a good way to kind of to feel and test your landing pages and um, or your your offer pages to see which ones can convert best because you can get a lot of bang for you know ten to twenty bucks and then from there you can kind of step up and next I would recommend to go with AdCenter because you can get so many nickel clicks um, it's just it's just outstanding and even get more data and then step it up from there I'd go straight to Google um, and I would. For now, avoid Yahoo for the average person, um, just because I think their interface and reporting is so bad. But uh, what's, what do you think, Chris? I, I, I mean, that's good suggestions. Uh, I think AdBright certainly is a good place to start, and MSN Ad Center is is probably the best bang for your buck that you could get in the in the PPC space right now. But I would also say, you know, I talked about this this morning on a panel here at Affiliate Summit, and that's this the idea of, of sort of long tail theory and. And you know, generating keywords, uh, if you're especially if you're on a fixed budget, that are you know you know three and four and five uh, keyword strings in length, 
Um, obviously, in the aggregate, uh, you'll be able to control your spend a lot better. You'll also be able to get and control your um, your conversion rates a little bit better because when you're focused on those head terms, those terms that are more general, and everybody's in, a, in an out, all out, you know, sort of bloody battle royal to to gain placement on, you're spending a ton of cash. Um, the conversion rates. Typically, not always, obviously, but typically aren't as, as solid. So if you focus on those detail terms, those keywords, obviously, that are you know three, four, and, and more keywords in length, um, that's one way of controlling your budget. And you're going to find, you know what, the, they convert, uh, at, in, for the most part, uh, at, at better uh, better rates than those more general keywords anyway. Okay, and, that, and that was uh, John who called in from Wicked Fire. Uh, dot com. That's a it's a kind of a new forum that's opened up. They're they're really open and, and laid back and kind of wild and uh, they got a different style to uh, to affiliate marketing. But but John, that was John. He's kind of a legend with uh, a few different forums. So that was nice of him to call and ask a question. Um, okay, coming up, uh, let's see some of the other questions that we're kind of getting is uh, people want to know what do you think of a uh, Google CPA? Like you know they're talking about doing CPA ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, you know, they just came out. uh, Again, RevNews.com just blogged. Somebody on on RevNews just blogged about how Google also has just filed a patent um, to be able to distribute coupons, um, whether it be through RSS or or some other mechanism. So, so obviously, you know, when we're talking about coupons, we're talking about uh, some element of affiliate marketing, most likely, or some some attachment to that. People were talking about that here at Affiliate Summit over the last couple of days. Um, obviously, uh, Google's involvement um, in, in, the, in the CPA side of, of things uh, makes them very, very attractive to um, all, almost all advertisers um, uh, who, who want to sort of work on that sort of pay-for-performance basis. I think it presents an opportunity <clears throat> to the publisher, to, to the affiliate, obviously, um, and I also think that advertisers are, are pretty hot about it. Um, and, and uh, you know, obviously, it's a huge space. Like I said earlier, in my in my opinion, I think that you know, when when we advise our clients, I always start with you know, hey, listen, the the most effective way to start generating market share and competing online is through search engine marketing. But but a pretty close second, you know, it's almost it's 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 uh, you know, a stepchild. It's, is this idea of affiliate marketing, CPA or RevShare, um, uh, if you're an e-commerce site, is hot and it, and it generates what we always tell our clients is that it, it, it should and it could uh, generate as much as 20% of their, of their overall online um, business. So Google's involvement into it, um, I'm not recommending a buy right now on Google even though I own it myself. Uh, and I mm-hmm. hope it goes up. But, but the reality is, is that, you know, that's an unbelievable revenue channel. You know, the last thing I'll say is that my, my reminder is that just a couple of months ago, Linkshare Corporation was purchased by uh, a Japanese Internet company for about $425 million. Obviously, uh, Commission Junction um, has a parent company who's a publicly traded company. These guys are generating hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. And uh, Google's entrance into that uh, makes for a really, really, really interesting uh, you know, future in, in this area. And people are talking about it. It's definitely, definitely buzzworthy. Yeah. I, I just, I just um, I'm a big fan of Google. I mean, I've been buying since they've been public. And uh, there's people in the channel talk about you know, who would still own Google now and you know, why aren't you selling? And I just don't, I'm not a big seller. I'm not a big investor. I just, I believe in what they're doing. And I think, uh, I think they got the right people in the right places and they're, and they're very good, um, about 
how they're going about it, where, um, you know, like Microsoft started to create the biggest monopoly the world had ever seen, and they went about it wrong, and the government chopped them up, and I think Google is doing it right, and uh, they're going to succeed with it. So yeah. um, we'll see, though. We'll see. Uh, anyway, um, I really like the CPA. I like that they're going the CPA route. I think it works better for publishers and advertisers. I think it eliminates um, your click fraud issue. You know, when you go from when you get rid of the CPC CPM model, um, I, I just think it's a win win. You know, and uh, I think it's smart for them to go that route. Um, okay, next uh, we got some questions about. Um, landing page, you know, quality score issue that Google has been kind of been getting railed for in the last week. There was some posts on Threadwatch uh, where Gray Wolf had made a post about that, uh, you know, he was, he basically all his keywords and stuff just shot up five to ten bucks because of the quality score of his, of his landing pages, even though they were actual shopping pages. Are you guys seeing anything like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the answer to that is that's a really, really complex area for us because um, we're constantly, one of the services we provide is we do ad copy testing and, and, uh, you know, obviously that, that affects, um, that affects your, your CTR component on Google. I've also been reading things about how, how having that Google checkout logo, um, may also increase, um, your CTR and, and obviously improve your position, um, on Google. So, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, from a landing page, uh, standpoint, um, obviously, the things tie together if you want to move up on Google um, and um, pay less. And the reason I say that is, is my uh, chief operating officer uh, uses this analogy all the time because he's been able to prove it um, in some of the accounts that he, uh, he oversees, and that's this. Um, on Google, you could actually have a higher position. You could be in the number one position and be paying less per click. Um, than the person in the second or third position. And, and it's really right. the power power of the CTR in that respect. So when we're talking about landing pages, um, when we're talking about ad copy testing and all those sort of interrelated issues, um, yeah, it's tough. It's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's, I certainly don't have a definitive answer. I, I can tell you that it's a complex issue that we're dealing with. Um, I haven't seen, you know, I have been out of the office for a couple of days, but my director of search marketing hasn't called and said, you know, we're, 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 we're being impacted from that, but um, I'm hoping that um, that was an isolated situation that Google isn't making some profound change to their to their uh, to their paid search algorithm that's going to affect all of us. Uh, but we'll have well, to see. I got to say, and uh, you know, in full disclosure, I, I uh, have currently on my one AdWords account, I manage about thirty thousand keywords, and I'm paying less than ten cents a click for those. And I've had those keywords in for I want to say at least six months. And when I started, I was paying 50 to 60 cents a click on those. And they've just come down. And I don't know if my competition has been getting nailed, uh, but, but mine is just, it's a pretty straightforward landing page. Um, I, was, I was talking to my good friend David Naylor today about it, and I was showing him like well, basically what I'm doing. And the page doesn't vary that much, but it does vary depending on what the keyword is, but it does go right to an affiliate. And um, and my, I've budgeted just for that campaign, you know, around 6000 a day or so, and it, and it always hits, you know, right at 5800 5900 And he seems to think that it's just because I'm spending so much, but I don't think I'm spending that much when you compare to some of the big players. And uh, I, I just, I hope that, I, I don't know if I'm lucky or what, but um, I'm kind of scared by it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I agree. Right, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and take another break, and uh, we'll try to get some more people on the line and, and get some more... Uh, questions from the chat rooms. So uh, let's go ahead and run the sponsors. 
stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. You wouldn't just tell your web hosting company to just give you the next available random domain name, so don't do that with your phone number. A toll-free number that matches your company name or service can be invaluable and give you an instant nationwide brand name. Try the free vanity number search engine at tollfreenumbers.com. But don't wait, because 1-800-YOUR-NAME may never be available again. Tollfreenumbers.com. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort Radiator Hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Party like a rock star. I thought you were going to stay tonight, aren't you? Well, I am. I was originally going to, you know, try and a few extra people popping into town. Going to have to hook up a few beers and, you know, get stupid back. I almost got the feeling they were tossing back some drinks or something. <laughs> Maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite. Party like a rock star. It is like after 7 o'clock down here, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. I think I'm going to head out and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer. Sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. Party like a rock star. We'll sit down by the bay and have a, a nice evening uh, in Canada cocktail. Maybe you don't have to throw a party. That's to charge money to let people in, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be like the guys in high school charging three bucks a head for the two kegger in the backyard. Hey, that works for me. SEO Rockstars. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. FM. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blade, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, and welcome back, everybody. And uh, on, on the line with us, we have uh, David Ogletree. David, Hello. You're, uh, you're on with uh, Chris of Pepper Jam Search and, uh, and Shoe Money. What's up? Hey, I was asking about the, uh, the landing pages. I remember in the past you talked about... Um, you wanted to have them go to your site and then have them click over to the uh, to the um, to the other site that pays you. Is that, is that right. what you were saying? Yes. Okay. Like do on, you ever do previous try shows. to do redirections or anything? Um, well, one thing with uh, with redirections is that I found is that uh, a lot. It, it depends on the engine that you're using. If you use AdWords, um, a lot of times they'll they'll immediately see that with their quality score bot, and you'll go right to ten to fifteen dollars. So right. um, with, when using AdWords. You always want to use your own page. Um, you know, some of the people in the dark arts will cloak it a little bit, um, but you know, I mean, you you generally uh, you always want to. I always try to make a page very similar to where they're going to end up at because so it just seems like it's part of the process, and that you know it doesn't seem like they're being redirected to all these different looking sites. Right. Well, what about um, if you can actually have the the URL of the of the the site you want to send it to, like the CPA ads. Yeah, I think that's even better. And, and often, 
a lot of my landing page for offers that I have actually will be extremely similar to the uh, the actual URL that they're going to. So I mean, it'll even be a part of it or appear like it's part of it because again, you want to, you want people to be comfortable with the process that you're sending them through. And uh, as soon as you send them to a weird looking page. And then they right. get to the, the page where they're supposed to put in their phone number or whatever to convert. Then, um, you know, a lot of people are just going to close the window if it looks weird. Right. Well, I found that, um, like in CJ, you can find some of the um, some of the, the, the URLs they'll give you. They have a thing called that you can put a question mark URL equals, and you can right. actually send it to a, to the real to the real URL, the uh, right. uh, landing page of a particular product. And I found that worked really well. Right. The the one problem with that is it, I think that it that sends a 302 uh, header right from the from the start and yeah. um, and what will happen is the quality score bots will see that redirect right off the bat. I mean this is just and maybe they've updated since, but um, I've even had things get denied uh, just because of that because of redirections and and stuff like that. Especially like a Zoogle when they redirect for you know like right out of the box they'll have pop ups and stuff like that. And so right. you really, I mean, with, with a lot of them, I always, and plus I want the statistics. Right. And, yeah, uh, you and the statistics that way. You're right. Yep. Yep. Chris, um, Chris, I, the only statistics I get are like um, my SID. I can tell, you know, which terms are converting. That's about it, really. Not right. Well, right. And you can, you can pass all that along. I mean, like with your own stuff. I know you're talking about SID specific to Commission Junction, but right. um, like if you use, like with the Zoogle or another company, you can also pass on because the... When the search engines hit your page, of course, they pass a query string, and then you can take that query string and put that into your analytics and then pass that on even to a specific SID, and you can even encrypt that so that even uh, if you're kind of worried about your uh, affiliate company tracking what you're doing. So that's what I do. Right. Oh, that's great. Does that answer your question? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, David. Thanks for your call. Uh, Chris? Chris, do you have any thoughts on on any of that? No, I think I think you 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 attacked it pretty well. I, I think you know one of the one of the issues that affiliate marketers um, uh, had to deal with uh, not so many months ago was obviously this new policy that Google has um, that you know you, if you're an affiliate, obviously um, they're only going to send traffic to uh, one uh, uh, one sort of corporate site. So. If if you use the uh, the if the corporate website already has the ad um, and you try to run a, a PPC ad a direct link to that website and you use that as your display name um, you know it may not show or it may not be served as as often so right. you know doing a land doing a landing page route and doing some of the things you're talking about obviously. Uh, makes it a unique page, and obviously, um, you know, Google's going to likely uh, serve that much more consistently than if you're trying to uh, trying to pull, uh, you know, trying to pull uh, the you know display name is the same as the as the merchant website. And uh, and we have another caller online. Uh, Jay Wynn is is on the phone. Uh, hey, Shu. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, hey, how's it going? Question for both of you here, really, and that's about the, uh, the sort of trial and error process that a lot of us, I think, go through when we're setting up a PPC campaign uh, with regards to, like, say, AdWords actual ad itself. Um, can you guys maybe walk through and uh, let us know, like, say, how long you wait before you change out keywords, change out text, rewrite the ad entirely? I mean, what's the whole process of actually developing an ad that you know works? Oh, um, well, I'll go ahead and I'll jump in first. Uh, what, one thing that I do is, I mean, I basically, for, uh, I'll, I'll just throw a lot of terms um, for a, for a campaign. Um, I mean, like, okay, like, let's just say, I'll just use ringtones because I always use that, but... Um, 
you know, like, I'll, I'll grab, you know, every artist and every album and every song, and, and I'll just make a huge keyword list of, uh, let's say, 10,000 keywords. And then I'll, I'll dump that keyword list into AdCenter, and lo and behold, I'll have probably several, you know, that are, that are pretty, pretty decent clicks. And from there, I'll just, I'll just look at my analytics and, um, you know, and just kind of increase accordingly and then take that data and move it to the other engines. I like AdCenter right now because they give you the ability to import easily so many keywords without needing the API. And they also will give you, you know, nickel clicks and basically you'll show up for nickel clicks. You might not show up long, but, but you will show up for a couple of days and you'll be able to get some really good data if you need to increase the bids on those. Uh, what do you, and then and also um, with that center, another thing I really like is you can have up to, I think it's 25 different ads. So you can just write 25 different ads, and if you need ideas, you can look at what other people are doing and, you know, not copy them exactly. But, you know, between those 25 ads and dumping 10,000 keywords, I would be surprised if you spent $50 in a day and you would have such great analytical data that then you could really, really target uh, much better and then go and uh, press, your, press your money a bit on the other search engines. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> your, your response to that is pretty awesome. Um, you know, the two things that you, you didn't touch on, uh, one, well, at least on Google, you know, you could generate several ads and, and you could opt in to uh, Google allowing, or I'm sorry, Google automatically serving the ad that um, gets the highest click-through rate. Um, we do a lot of that testing for our clients. So, so know that when you generate uh, an ad on, on Google, you could generate several of them, opt into the, uh, to their optimization um, option, and, and they'll serve the one. They'll test them for you, obviously, and then they'll serve the one that's most relevant. The second thing is, uh, or the one that gets the highest click-through rate, I should say, not relevant. Uh, um, the, and, the, and the second thing is one of the things we play with um, especially when we take over an account um, that has a lot of keywords, is one of the things to play with is the, is the matching options. Um, it does, it, you know, we argue, at least I'll argue that, um, you know, by, by generating a keyword list, uh, let's, let's not talk about a massive one like 10,000, but say, say if you have, uh, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 keywords in your campaign, or even a couple hundred for that matter, um, you know, my recommendation would be to, to put those keywords into the account with all three matching options. So, you know, you go in there with them on general match, phrase match, and exact match. And ultimately what you're doing by, 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 by adding keywords in, in such a way um, is, you, is you're giving yourself the ability to get a little bit more targeted exposure, which then obviously, you know, should theoretically increase your, increase your click-through right. rate for some of the more um, specific or for some of the more long-tail keywords. So they're, they're, that's just sort of my insight on that. Yeah, I I really and that's a really good point um, that you bring up is the uh, the uh, you know exact and phrase match because a lot of people will just throw a bunch of keywords and and do broad match and then you know they just get destroyed and I really I don't recommend doing that on Google I always I, I always kind of steer people away if they're going to start testing a, a pay per click search engine I always mm-hmm. I always am, I always tell them to kind of chill out with Google because it seems like Google wants to get a little bit of data on you before they really let you get a good deal. And I think I mm-hmm. talked to one of your uh, your guys, Mike uh, Jones, mm-hmm. who isn't your brother, but does share your same last name. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I think that was the, the, when I first met you guys in Toronto, me and him, we were sitting down at that restaurant, and uh, we started talking about that, about how it's kind of amazing that the more you spend with Google over the longer period of time, and you, you know, your CTR, and you show them that you're a player, they mm-hmm. kind of, you know, your bids get more and more affordable, and... Um, 
and you can you can play more. And so I often I often recommend people use other engines for you know getting statistics and then taking those and putting them in Google, paying paying you know what it costs at first, and then you know and and Google will reward you you know if you stay if you stay on. So that's one thing that I see. So yeah, and um. All right. Well, another another question uh, that we had. I think this is a really good one. We, sh- we should talk on. Is they say, uh, you know, which of the smaller pay-per-click engines do you use, um, or are good to use, like uh, Seven Search, Search Feed, etc. I don't have a lot of experience with those, so I was hoping uh, you could maybe talk about them a bit. Yeah. I mean, what we primarily focused on was, um, uh, you know, the old Find What, the new Miva, if you will. Uh, we've used uh, Lycos. Um, we've used Canoodle. Um, I've used Enhance Interactive. I guess they're at Enhance.com. Um, <clears throat> you know, they're, they're the primary ones. Um, you know, when we use them, when I'm using them personally for affiliate um, uh, stuff, you know, if you're trademark bidding, for instance, um, you know, you, you, you find a little bit less competition on those smaller engines. But when you're bidding on trademarks, obviously, let's, uh, let's be honest, they're the highest converting keywords. Um, so if, if the merchant does allow you to bid on them, um, you know, I would, my recommendation to you is to try to gain as much coverage on, on the search engines as possible. You know, the, only, the only thing I would say is sort of um, be careful um, because um, I've heard horror stories when I've attended, you know, search engine strategies and have spoken with some, some folks um, that, you know, some of these smaller tiered uh, paid search engines, you know, really, really don't protect you against, you know, Click fraud and the click fraud could be really, really bad. I think Miva and uh, Lycos would probably be good recommendations in terms of um, them being relatively safe. When you go into some of the smaller ones uh, who are really trying to generate revenue and generate interest from the venture capital firms, um, you know, uh, you just you just need to be careful. But again, trademarks, uh, you know, specific brands, um, you know, my, I would encourage you to to really you know expand. Um, you know those campaigns of the smaller engines. One one thing that I wanted to ask you about specifically. Um, sometimes I've had like uh, with oh you know I, I don't want to mention their names, but but the affiliate people have uh, been a little pissy when I bid on certain keywords. And um, my thought on that is you know there's an outlet for that, and um, I don't think that the affiliate should be able to tell you what to bid on. I think. This is just my thought. I think that they should register their trademark with mm-hmm. the pay-per-click engine, and that's the way you go about it. Do you, do you feel one way or the other on that? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's not a can of worms. I think most people would see that question as a can of worms. I mean, I, I've, I'm pretty open on, on my whole opinion on this issue. Um, I believe um, that uh, merchants should be working much more strategically uh, with PPC affiliates, I mean, you know, PPC obviously is is one of the uh, the primary, if not the primary, um, uh, you know, the vertical where where sales are being generated in in these affiliate programs. So I, I actually advise our merchants um, to allow uh, trademark bidding. Um, what we what we encourage them to do though is is to do it uh, by you know, setting some rules and some guidelines so it doesn't turn into an all-out bid war. Here's, here's, here's in, in the nutshell, how I feel about search and, and, and affiliate marketing as it relates to whether you should or shouldn't do this. Here's what I advise merchants on. I say, listen, you know, uh, Google, you type a keyword into Google. It presents you, you know, 10 to 15 organic results. It gives you up to 10 to 15 paid results. Um, you know, I argue that, that that represents available real estate for any given keyword. 
it's not like if you type in a trademark, it just goes right to the website um, um, that, that, you know, either does or doesn't own the trademark. I mean, you know, Google's delivering search results. So, yep. so why, should the, why should the paid search results um, be treated any differently than, than the organic results, which, you know, these, uh, the trademark owner could, could scream and yell in, until they're blue in the face. But obviously Google and the others aren't going to change how they serve um, organic search results based on relevance. So similarly, you know, I think that, that merchants should be more open-minded to that. I don't think, you know, I, I mean, in many cases, you know, affiliates are some of the most extraordinary entrepreneurs out there. And, right. you know, they're very highly skilled at generating, um, you know, traffic through the search engine. So it's, it's yeah, and, and, you know, it's, and I, I totally agree. The thing that, the thing, and I don't mean to cut you short, but uh, we're kind of running out of time. I just want to say that, you know, I think that it's so foolish when um, you have somebody that's, that doesn't allow you to bid on their brand name when you're mm-hmm. their affiliate because the person who's going to is going to be their competition. And I just... I just think that that just, just frustrates me, and I've I've stood my ground with them, and I said, you know what? If you don't want me to bid on it, you need to register with this with them. That, that's not a biddable phrase because as long as they allow me to bid on it, I'm going to bid on it. So I've kind of taken a hard stand, and maybe I'll get burned on that someday. Um, just quickly, is there a is there an international pay per click engine that you prefer or recommend to people? No, I mean you could use Yahoo and obviously Google to do uh, international stuff. Um, uh, no, I would say that if you're looking for an affiliate platform, I would say that we've had some success with Trade Doubler um, in in the UK market specifically, and and they also cross across um, you know other markets. But you know when we're, when we're opting into international search, we're primarily using Google um, and and Yahoo's uh, whole gamut of, of international yeah, yeah. sites. You know, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of upset because I I really wanted you to talk on bid shadowing and and stuff like that because I've heard you talking it before and it's I think it's an amazing. So uh, maybe promise me you'll come back sometime and uh, and we can talk about it. We're we're already we're already out of time. So they're they're giving me the countdown here. So uh, <laughs> the answer is yes. You. I, I'm you know I'm, I'd love to be on a future show and, and and I had fun here and I hope that we answered a lot of questions on this PPC and arbitrage. I am speaking at uh, Search Engine Strategies on this very issue in San Jose in just a couple of weeks. So if any of your listeners um, do attend that event, I'd be happy to uh, to spend some time. Uh, with them either before or after and, and, and really delve into this issue because it's, it's something that can make you an awful lot of money. Yeah, and that's another thing is you and Mike are, are so approachable. And so, I mean, when we met, it was like um, I was just invited as a tag along. It was me and Jen uh, Slag and, and Todd Oilman were just invited in, to some to this party. And, um, and I sat next to one of your guys, Mike, and I think you sat over uh, by Jen, and we just started talking about PVC and stuff. And, and it was just amazing. You know, we are just a, a bunch of guys just there chatting away about, about pay-per-click, and I think we were all kind of learned a lot from each other. So it's good stuff. So um, I look forward to seeing you in uh, San Jose, and um, uh, I, I've also linked on my blog to the session that you're speaking on because uh, those that are going to San Jose really should attend that, especially that are doing arbitrage. So thanks again for coming on. And uh, good luck with everything, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jim. To everybody listening, um, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. This is Reverend Jesse Jackson. Keep hope alive with Webmaster Radio. 